0: southern vanguard radio this is dj john doe and to the left of me is my
1: volleyball chino <laughs>
0: volleyball chino no, no man 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 huh. man what, what's what's the story of the day i mean if, this is becoming a uh, weekly occurrence now we yeah just, this, this we is sure my was...
1: life homie uh yesterday <laughs> saturday um over twelve hours of volleyball fun <laughs> for the kids. Twelve hours
0: of volleyball fun at Good
1: Old Life University, right here oh, that's in right. Marietta, you Georgia. Were right down the
0: street. Right I, down I, the street. I, man. I wasn't even here, man. That's a damn shame.
1: Yeah, man. I I again, man, this is this has been an eye opener for me, man. I love to see my daughter and, and her team play they're, they're some real fighters. Um, they're smart girls. They always figure out a way to win. And when they figure it out, it's a wrap. So really? okay. we uh we started out at eight A. M. yesterday Whew. and didn't finish until almost nine PM last night. Oh my
0: God. Wow, the, that is strong. How many matches y'all play? Oh, the matches? Is that what they say in yeah, volleyball? It was okay.
1: um I, they played a total of uh, I believe seven. And they were what? six and one on the day we lost in the championship round. oh damn, there was no way they was going to beat these girls, though these girls was me and your age <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking about hitting the ball like grown men oh, it word. was yeah it was it was it was awful, but oh, i'm glad damn. I'm glad they had that experience um because you could see the fire in them. Um, at the fact that you know here we are again in yeah. the championship game, yeah, and this gargantuan team just destroys <laughs> us. They're getting tired of it, so I think oh, the really? next
0: tournament, on.
1: yeah, they're gonna they gonna wear somebody how, out. How many man. more
0: they got? How they, many got more they got one more tournament, one more tournament at the right, end of April.
1: Yeah, and then I get a little bit of my life back.
0: Yeah, that reminds me a little bit of uh, you know my my daughter who's nine. Played in a uh, kind of like a pickup uh, basketball league mm-hmm. uh, here in Marietta uh, last this past winter, and my son, my oldest son, did too. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget we showed up to a game, and you know she's she's nine, so they're actually playing three on three. Like you know, if the scoring gets too out of hand, they'll just they'll just set the clock to or they'll just set the scoreboard to zero, and they'll yeah. just let them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, we showed up. <laughs> we showed up for this game, and they were warming up. And there was this girl on the opposing team, literally as tall as me, Meeks. Literally, and, and so far for our listeners, Man, for, well, well, for our listeners, I'm six two, right? Is this 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 We're this girl was, was literally almost as tall as she was definitely as tall as my wife.
1: So she's so, on a, she's on her way to being seven twelve.
0: <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. I showed her, I she was just like, "Oh, that's sweet." You know, like one of the um one of the one of the uh, the the younger girls is her sister, and she's helping out during practice. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, everybody was there like, no, no, that's a play. I'm like, no, there's no way. And they started that damn game. And this girl started the game off. Oh, my God. It was. That's crazy. Yeah, but you know, what was so ill about it, though, is, th- is that like, you know, th- th- these girls that you're talking about that were playing were mm. were obviously, you know, highly skilled. And, you know, were, were you know, doing. No, their thing.
1: they were ringers. Well.
0: They- <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're ringers. ringers, dude. <laughs> Like where in the hell are they growing <laughs> girls like y'all up in right. Dalton,
0: Georgia? Get right. The fuck. Out right. Of here, man. Yeah. Well, and shit else to do. Yeah. Uh, so so anyway, I call uh, it bullshit what's so, on the whole thing. <laughs> what's so odd about this is this this girl that was almost as tall as me, but was nine years old, mm-hmm. was her coordination was like that of a nine year old. Oh. So you see the you know, like uh, you know what what looks like a, literally like a twelve or a thirteen year old on the on the floor, yes. but their coordination is nowhere. It was a really bizarre yeah, thing. Yeah, my so, shit was anyway.
1: the opposite of that. You're
0: right, <laughs> right. Mm. <laughs> Terrible man. Well, I was, I was, uh, I was camping all weekend. I took three kids camping this weekend by myself. How about that?
1: Did you bring a buck back? Uh-uh. You ain't get no deer. I didn't. No, of I deer? did not.
0: know. I might have got a deer tick. That's <laughs> about it.
1: <laughs> John Doe on his way to Lyme disease. Exactly. <laughs> on the all next right, episode of Southern Man, uh, Rocky
0: Mountain Fever, yeah, right. some shit like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was a good time though. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. You know, just hustling and bustling. Now, and, I ain't you know, been just, camping in a long time. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was a good time. It was the first time for my five year old. And he actually, he actually did pretty well, man. Oh, dope, so, yeah. dope, dope. so anywho, so we actually do uh, do a podcast here. Enough about oh, yeah, our, yeah. Our, our boring uh, por- personal lives. Sorry about that. let uh, focus. <laughs> for those of you that are listening uh, for the first time, because you're a fan of uh, the artist that we have on the phone with us tonight, this is Southern Vanguard Radio. We drop twice a week tuesdays is a brand new uh hip-hop mix show uh myself behind the wheels of steels you know uh, wheels of steel uh, uh cutting it up you know as it should be done and uh me and meeks really just kind of you know cutting up and fucking around and you know drinking a little bit here and there just having a good old time and then on thursdays we, we have an interview session with uh an mc a dj a and r behind the scenes label owner what, whatever it could be it could be a number of things so for example, our interviews over the past month, last week we had Blame One of uh, his new group, his Big Blocks uh, Silver, so go back and check yep. that. Uh, J57 actually hung out on that uh, interview with us uh, in studio, so that was a dope one. Before that we had... Was that OC Meeks before that? The I week believe before that? so. Yeah, OC before that, yeah. Razz Cas before that, and no. then...
1: Stick Figure. Stick
0: Figure before that yeah. one. So uh, anyway, the past month has been been really, really good, Ash and it's, 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 it's going to continue to be good. So make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, MixCloud, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes Podcast. Please follow... And please leave a review, leave a comment. Just do do something. I know it's a pain in the ass, but just take a little time. Even if you just got to click like on a SoundCloud track, that means a lot. Yep. All right. I'm gonna let you do the intro here, man. We've actually rocked the stage with this. Yeah, man. With uh, with uh, with this artist today. This right,
1: is man? true, and I hope yeah. to see her again real soon, man. Yeah. i want to let you, ladies and gentlemen. Straight out of the hunger division. Yeah. Shouts out to two hungry bros
2: hmm
0: Shout-out to South Carolina. Shout-out to South Cack. South CAC.
1: Yes. Doing yes. things. <laughs> She's got one of the illest names I've heard in a long... She, two of the illest names i heard. I'm, I'm definitely digging on Faye Grimm, though. That's
0: ill. Ladies and gentlemen, oh,
1: Southern Vanguard listeners, we have the one and only... Liquid with us tonight. Bo,
3: bo, 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 bo. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? What what's y'all going doing? on? We that good? Was the love y'all. I'm excited to be here.
1: That's what's up. We are excited to have you.
0: So, uh, Liquid. Sorry for all the bantering. I'm glad you still you decided to actually hang on with us and do the interview. So that's how every no, interview season is. No, it was it fun to listen. It's,
3: it's, it's <laughs> fun hearing about parent life, Oh, right, it's crazy. You guys we got some adventures going on there. Oh yeah,
0: nonstop. <laughs> so, uh, so, so the biggest news, obviously, today is home team's going to the final four obviously. I I, I hit your twi- I hit your Oh yeah. I hate your Twitter page. I'm so
3: excited. Yeah, I hate your
0: <laughs> I hate your Twitter page. Yeah, South Carolina beat um uh Florida. Florida, right?
3: Yeah, Florida. Florida. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. man.
3: I'm like I'm super happy for them. Um That's big. I I've always followed the Gamecocks, but I actually went to College of Charleston, but it's so rare that something that exciting happens. Mm. So, I'm like I'm, I'm totally rooting for them, but what's crazy is I'm more of a North Carolina fan, so okay. I see that they're both doing really well. So I don't know; it'd be crazy to see Carolina versus Carolina.
1: So what's the what's but, the final four set up? What is it?
0: Uh, so, uh, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I think they're they're up against Gonzaga, Ooh, and yeah. I think North Carolina is up against Oregon. So oh, I mean, it's some good okay. team. Yeah, 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 exactly.
0: So,
2: uh, so depending you know, on how, it,
3: in this time of the year, it can go anyway so
0: depending how it plays Things out cross. north carolina and south and carolina, south carolina could play you know in the championship awesome game that shit would be, be
1: Ill. that'll be crazy that would
3: be ill <laughs>
1: that would be crazy <laughs>
3: that would be ill i would need to try to find some tickets to phoenix for that i mean somebody maybe somebody could hook me up but, i
1: know right yeah
3: so that's super exciting
1: now real quick you you um a bit of an athlete or maybe a former athlete um
3: Former athlete, yeah. Okay,
1: if I'm not mistaken, I did see some things. You wanna talk about that a little bit?
3: Yeah, I mean I was um I actually played basketball for College of Charleston for all four years while I was there. Um it was it was a great experience just to like I guess uh, be on campus and kind of being an athlete. You have to be focused to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But um our 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 record wasn't that Noteworthy. Okay. Um, more so in high school, my the high school team that I played for, the we um for the four years I was there, we won two state championships, and that's dope. Pretty much everybody, yeah, everyone went to play ball in school. Okay. Uh, we we had a really really dope squad, but yeah, I mean, I was alright my freshman year. I was getting a couple looks from the Charlotte Sting, and then that kind of kind of fell off. Mm. <laughs> the more I got into music, it kind of just started wanting to do other things. Okay. But um, basketball has always been a huge part of my life, and just
0: athletics in general. That's dope. So, so, uh, so, so yeah. So, 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 Liquid, what's uh, I guess the latest with you? Is you have an album that dropped at the top of the year, right? I mean, maybe yeah, we should just level. Ground. Yeah, let's level set everyone with that one, and then maybe we can get into some more history and talk more about uh, your South Carolina roots. <laughs> just real quick, it blew Definitely.
1: my mind to see the the big OK player layout on that, and that's what. Oh Trump, yeah but that's what prompted oh, me, oh, yeah, you mentioned that, yeah. yeah,, that's what prompted me to set that that this interview up because I mean, okay player, they don't look out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, it seems like oh, you're right, there's an inner circle there that yeah. they pretty much stick right. to, and uh, and you're, you're in it, and you're in it now, <laughs> <laughs> yo,
3: that was a blessing that was this is my first time, actually, um. Being an okay player, and um, actually, Hunger Division Peso is like a regular. I feel like whenever he has something, they like definitely um, take a listen and take a look. And I've been on a few of his tracks, mm-hmm. all Two Hungry Bros tracks, and um, yeah, it's like one of those things. Where it's like, oh man, like, it it really made me feel like we we put something together really special with up. the Faye Grimm album. So. Um, to even hear you say that, that like made you take notice. That means a lot. Cause, oh, yeah. You know, OK Player is one of those things you shoot for. You yeah. know, certain websites when they feature you, you like, oh, OK, all right. We must be heading in the right direction. So
1: sure. we was bugging. Okay player, yeah, we was bugging over here. We we kind of hit them uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, the DJ Personify mm-hmm. mix for Southern oh, Vanguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. kind of. We Kind of made it on that radar a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's but right.
2: Yeah.
0: Not quite yeah, like you.
2: That's what's
0: yeah. Up. yeah, man. So, uh, yeah. so, so look, yeah. so tell us a little bit about the album. Like, just, uh, th- this is your first release on Hip not. I mean, what, 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 what can yeah. we kind of, you know, expect for those that haven't checked the record out yet?
3: Well, Yeah. Shout out to, um, Kev, all the folks at Hip Knot. Right. Um, the, the record itself is really just, um, a journey through the last couple years. Um, of my life the experiences that I've had um and and being someone from the south and coming to New York to pursue my dream and the ups and downs that that come with that territory like it's some really good times and then some really not so good times so I talk about all of that in the album and especially in in my experiences in Harlem like I work in Harlem a lot I, I DJ a couple places I do a lot of shows and I have a a community open mic out there called the cypher. So I'm in Harlem all the time and it's crazy how we're coming up on the centennial anniversary of the Harlem Renaissance where you had that same thing where you had all of these artists from the South, from the Midwest all come to this nucleus for artistic creation and just have these experiences kind of like making this place your second home. And it's, it's a journey So I always say like Faye Grimm is kind of like a journey and, um, even how it starts out the 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 i guess the music menu of it is very fusion it's very genre bending based because there's some gospel there's some blues there's some jazz there's some house there's some afro beat but it's all a backdrop of hip-hop courtesy of two hungry bro so um yeah i feel like it just represents who i am as a person where i am right now creatively and you know as as a grown woman and and just being in that space of growing up like you know right. adulting
0: right.
3: adulting as an artist so
2: so so um, how, well,
0: what was the process like then you know sitting down with uh with two hungry bros and kind of putting this together did did you have the idea sonically kind of swimming in, around in your head um, you know, or, or, or did they kind of yeah. help, uh, did they bring some new ideas to the table or what was the approach there?
3: I would say it was a mixture of the two. Like we, we had ideas and we had stuff we were working on, but, um, I'd say around the the second year we were working on the project. And I say two years because before it wasn't really an album, we were just doing songs and then it turned into an album. So once okay. it turned into an album, I think I knew where I wanted to go sonically, and I feel like um, my place was trying to make it as creative or as left as possible. Like, I, I got musicians to come in. I got singers to come in. Okay. I would bounce ideas with Willie Green, who engineered it, and was like, yo, let's try this, or let's try that, or let's do some sound effects here. And I would say Deep kept the integrity of it being being a hip-hop album. Like he would like definitely keep the integrity of hip hop as far as like, um, you know, even with Ill Fated, like that was the last song that got added. And he was like, no, we definitely need this song. Like it's a good record. And after it was all mixed and everything, it became one of my favorite songs. Mm. So it we heard it differently, but it ended up working out and working together. Uh, but having enough to represent my ideas and enough to represent their ideas as well. So it was. It was like I guess it kind of the universe worked it out sonically, right? Because we all had a, a different, um, like I guess, soundscape of what we thought it would be. But like when songs finished, like you know,
2: it right. was something
3: completely of its own.
2: Right. Like
3: I don't think we could have could have planned that ahead of time. So so that was a plus. And even with song um, with song faded, like I know. Deep wasn't crazy about that song even though it's a hybrid of two songs it's, it's not only it's, it's like two songs put together then the Afrobeat um,
2: right.
3: part my boy and Kumu Katala came in and, and did some stuff and it's so funny because people think that's a sample it's like nah it's a real cat singing that song. Nah, <laughs> like this dope. is all that original is so it's uh, at first like again like like that song almost got like taking off the project and I was like, absolutely not. Like, nah, we gotta keep
2: that one.
3: <laughs> That's like too much of the storyline, you know? Gotcha. So yeah, it it worked out. It was enough of their like our ideas all put together. It it
0: came together. Right. So is yeah. this the is this the first time you've done a full length LP with them with with two hungry bros yeah. or okay.
3: Technically, like we did liquidity together. Yeah. But it, it like it was an EP, but it was like nine songs, so it was kinda long. Mm-hmm. But also since we knew we were just going to put it out there for, for download purposes, like we didn't take the time to do right. it. We just like kind of record, like beat, record, beat, record. There wasn't much pre- like production as far as ideas and stuff like that to it. It was just like, you know, the MC rhyming over beats. So as far as an album, like this is the first album. But we, we did Gummy Bears and Champagne together too. But again, like it was like other producers on there also.
2: Okay.
1: So
3: right. I would say this is the most intensive project we've done together.
0: Gotcha. And, and
1: yeah. Yeah. Um how how are the people able to get this album um due to the fact that it did come out on Hypnot? Is it a is it a digital only release or is there vinyl out there? Any any plans for vinyl yeah. if it's not yet?
3: Well we'll we'll see we'll see on vinyl. That's still up in the air, but um as far as digitally, it's all the regular hubs, iTunes Spotify, oh, Tidal, Amazon, Google Play, and there are physical copies. I think the um, Hipnot Bandcamp has the the CDs and, and there's called, like collector's cassette tapes. Okay. That's like a really cool thing. So, yeah, folks are into that. Cool. They can get the cassette tape also. That's for sure. But, yeah.
0: Yo, yeah. Me- Meeks, Meeks, did you see this? Um, uh, Let's see here. This is kind of interesting and I wanted to know a little bit more about this, but there was a, there was a birthday silent disco release party oh, for yeah, the record. What's up? What's up with that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk to the, us about the that.
3: Silent disco. <laughs> so, um, you know, I had this, like, sometimes I have these grand ideas and I just don't really know how to fully execute them. Mm-hmm. But, um, we did the silent disco in the, uh, tabletop juice. That's what we're calling it. Um, and this really cool space, bread and yoga, um it's right around the corner it's in inwood um shout out to marcella um shout out to sasha megan but um it's a real cool community space like it, there's a kitchen in there and there's like this room this yoga studio um that was like yo we can do a silent disco and it'll be dope or whatever like people could come and just walk around listen to the music and you know, vibe out it'd be like a listening party and um you know, we we tried out the idea. Like, I had I got these fake rim headphones, and like, you know, a couple people came, and it was cool. But it ended up more so being just the performance aspect type event because we ended up doing the tabletop performances last, and that's when the majority of the people were there. But I still want to do a silent disco, just because oh, okay. I feel like those those are like, I mean, a full on silent disco. Like,
1: I'm hip no talking, now because like I just. I think uh, I think Gabrielle Union and B T might owe you some 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 credit um, because they <laughs> did something similar to that on an episode of uh, Being Mary Jane. Um, oh, did they? Yeah. So oh, basically, we're... basically you have oh,
3: a couple... you have yeah, headphones yeah, we're, we're, on, we're, right? We're
1: for the for the silent effect, you just have head. Everybody has headphones on, and the music. Mm. Everybody's listening to the same music, right? Mhm, okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that's what that is
2: yeah, could you could you imagine
1: yeah. that yeah, like, I've, I've never been to one of those I haven't either, but that was the first time I saw something like that on on being married, Jane. yeah, I'm really letting out some shit on this <laughs> show, man, from. <laughs> I, I, I heard Word. about. I heard that was on being married. John. I didn't actually watch that. Oh,
2: you heard. You didn't see. You heard. like told you. <laughs> yeah. no but
3: I've I've seen a few um, a few like um, I have like a couple of DJs doing like silent disco stuff, and it'll be like you can like change the channel or whatever, and it'll be a different genre of music, like. Hmm. If we was all DJing a party, somebody wanted Meek's channel, they turned to B. Or if they Uh wanted John Doe's channel, they turned to A, or my Uh channel, they turned to C. But it's like Yeah, it depends on I guess what company's putting on. The bigger the budget you have, I guess, the more you can pull it off.
1: Yeah, that is a cool concept. Well the
0: the thing is so bugged out about it is is I mean, it's one thing to participate in that, right? But it's another thing to watch it go on and not be a participant, right?
3: Yeah, and not live right, right, exactly.
0: Like that's got to be just exactly. as fun like
3: as
1: actually doing. Yeah, that's so ill. And then the real dope thing about it is, especially with people nowadays complaining about noise and trying to make new noise <laughs> ordinances, <laughs> right. you don't have to worry. About oh my that. gosh! And You could just party, yeah. and not have to worry about <laughs> the police showing
0: up. It's a good. It's some good that's shit. A, yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, it's yeah, some good shit. Facts, facts. So, Liquid, what to, uh, can you break down your relationship with Two Hungry Bros and? you know, kind of hunger division yeah. and wh- where that comes from. Um,
3: yeah. Um, gosh. So I've been knowing. Gosh, deep and been since 2009, I guess okay. I, more personally. And um, i knew of them for a, a while in the scene, but I honestly was doing stuff with P. I guess before like Formula getting introduced to two Henry bros and i mean it was just a matter of like seeing them at shows um running them with events um but 2009 2010 no it had to be 2009 because we were already working on grumman Bears and champagne i did a song with Sif diggy from the sleepwalkers shout out k games and syfe diggy mm-hmm. and um it was me syfe and homeboy Sandman on the record
2: mm-hmm. and um
3: I ended up going last for whatever reason. And um, I don't know if it's true or rumor, but I, from, from what I understand, Deep didn't really want me on the song. So anyway, I, I got on the song and I guess I did a good enough job because like a week later, he was like, yo, we should do something together. Send me some beats. And Go L came out of that. So uh-huh. it was kind of like, yeah, I guess I kind of had to prove myself.
1: All <laughs> right. right. Like, funny how that works like, out, Like
3: start working right? with him in general. Yeah. yeah. But it's so cool because, like, once we, like, started working together, getting closer, and just getting to know each other, like, I like, deep knows so much about me. Like, we talk about everything. Like, literally any kind of brother-sister conversation you can yeah. think of. Like, we talk about everything. And um, he he always pushes me, like, to, you know, write more or, or, or go deeper. Like, I felt like before I was writing on the surface a lot, he was always, like, just pushing me to keep yeah. going. So, um, yeah, we just got closer over time. And Hunger Division, like, I guess that kind of game came out of us just doing tours and stuff. Like, like right. a couple years ago, we hit, like, three, four, five cities together. And uh, we were calling it the Walking Dead tour because we were just going throughout the South. You know, Walking Dead, they just yeah, keep yeah. going to different cities yeah, kind of in circles. So, um, eventually, like, Hunger Division came out of that. And we just kind of been running with it since so Peace Soul being me and it's of course it's extended fam too right. in the Hunger Division so yeah it was it's all been organic man like it, it's so organic being in this crew and like being with like cool ass people who just want to make music and, and eat and chill and vibe and that's it. Like, yeah, smart, makes uh, so that, that you know? must
0: have been the tour that we ran into. Uh, yeah, man, that we we yeah. Uh, we did a yeah. show together, right? Yeah, five two nine.
1: It was a yeah. it was a good night. Yeah, five um, two nine. Yeah. And 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 um, uh, Liquid says she liked my my bandana effect that I had while I, oh, I oh, while I'm <laughs> holding the mic. So I thought that was <laughs> real cool. And got to chop it up with with Deep and um and Piso. Yeah. Yeah. And and K games yeah. that night. It was a good night. And and like you said, they some real cool ass people. So yeah, we had a good time yeah. that night for sure.
0: Yeah, that show was dope, man. Yeah. Was that the blue show? What was that? Was that a I don't think that was the blue show. Um, no, what yeah. show was that? No, nah, it... that
1: was a different one. Okay. Um But it was uh it was for their tour though. It was it their was, tour, yeah, okay. We, I can't we, remember it we all, all together. All yeah. Right all the shows at 529 man yeah i mean i've
0: been cool with deep ever since man like yeah he liked the
1: um yeah he liked the uh ogwa the, he, oh he, he did is yeah, that what he was he pulled about? me over He said yo that's that uh uh, oh the the uh, L- L- lamurga yeah, yeah, yeah. Hector Lamerga. Yeah. I was like, yeah, man. I was like, keep that on the low, <laughs> <laughs> don't be <get>, oh. <laughs> giving our shit away. But he knew it right off the bat, so I was fucking with yeah, him on that. Yeah, 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 well, was,
0: we, yeah. we 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 uh, we stay in touch and have been chatting ever since. Yep. Yeah, so that was a uh, yeah, that was a good night, man. No doubt, good shit, yeah. good yeah. shit, yeah. So, uh, so liquid is this your this is your first foray with hypnot as well, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. First time with with Hipnot. Um, What's funny is I, I put out the EP with um, this cat, Bozzi Maestro, out of Italy. And um, I was going to A3C, so I was like, because I'm like, y'all want to meet Kevin Nottingham. So this was in 2011. So I bought one CD with me because I only had one left. And I was like, yo, I'm be a guy A3C. I don't care who I see, I'm giving this C to Kevin Nottingham. Hope he'll do a review because he still had the blog and everything at the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, originally being from Carolina, like, everybody knew who Kevin Nottingham was as far as the review stuff because he would pay a lot of attention to North Carolina cats. And we're like, oh, South Carolina's that far away. So, So I went down there. Like, I ran into so many people. I saw Jason Jeter. Um, who else was was uh, <laughs> down there. It was, like some of everybody. I still held on to my tape. Uh, and I'm like, yo, if I see it, I'm gonna give it to him. And so I ran into him and I was like, yo, I was like, I know we've never met before, but I love your articles. I wanted to give you my EP and hope that you review it. And just so you show so you know I'm not bullshitting you like I just pulled it out of my bag and it had for Kevin Nottingham on it. And I was like, literally, this is the wow. only TV I have. And he's like, Yo, he's like, All right, cool. So he took it right, and I was like, "Okay, now I just hope he listens to it." <laughs> so, right, he he emailed me like a week later, like, "Yo, I loved your project. Here's the link." I'm like, "Yo, I made it. <laughs> like, he got my, my little, my little EP up there." <laughs> so, fast forward to to like May of last year. So, of course, like this this story, I always kept in my head, and um. So I'm I'm talking with Deep and we're on the phone with Kev and, you know, we already signed the contracts and everything. And like in my head, I'm like, yo, I wonder if Kev remember the time I met him. So like we talking and we talking and all of a sudden Kev was like, Liquid, have we ever met before? And I was like, a word? All right. I was like, yeah, Kev, I think we met it one time, man. So we ain't completely forgot about it all together. Sounds
1: about
2: which right.
3: Which was hilarious, but yeah. still it was like a big deal for me. But, you know, obviously like, a3C, he probably saw like 200 some artists that we
0: oh, um, can. Oh man, can you imagine how many so, projects yeah. <laughs> crossed that guy's desk man, when he was running crazy. the blog? Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, exactly, it's hard to keep up with everything. So I always thought that was funny. That's ill. <laughs> he pulled up pulled up the old yeah, link man. and sent it back to him, like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> about yeah, my what? Shit.
3: <laughs> Remember this? <laughs> no.
1: Liquid, how's the experience been with Hypnot uh, so far?
3: I'm sorry, say it again?
1: How's the experience with Hypnot been so far?
3: Oh, so far, it's so good. I mean, it's um, it's very much, I mean, I, I pretty much have all the creative like freedom I want to have. I mean, they have a nice system set in with um, artists being able to work with each other and help each other. It's great working with Don Will like, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to folks from hunger division intelligence is really cool like i've got to chalk it up with her a few times so i mean i just want to even get if i'm I'm looking forward to our baltimore show i believe that's april 13th because a lot of the hypnot cats will be there so i get to interact with people even more i guess so you know more so than through the internet like actually being able to see people and link and build but yeah so far so good you know um I definitely feel like there's more of a future there with some more music stuff. So well,
0: that's good yeah, to hear.
3: just keep building.
0: Good. good. Mm-hmm. So, liquor. What's up with your DJ chops? I want to hear about this some more.
3: <laughs> the DJ chops. Yeah. DJ. I I had my turntables in my room since like '03, and it was just a guilty pleasure. Like I I don't even know how I got into. DJing like you know two to three nights a week um, I was a drummer I was a drummer um, in high school I was on drum oh, okay. line
2: there you go um,
3: so you know we, we used to remix the beats you know down south the drum drumline, oh, yeah. oh, bands yeah. playing and oh, football yeah. games going on no doubt. <laughs> it's like a yeah it's, it's, you know it's fun um, so we would remix songs you know live yeah. and I guess that always stuck with me because I feel like DJs you know when you're spinning you're just uh, remixing or making a new version of, of something you like right or or you know putting together a tapestry of sound of stuff that you dig so yeah i my well you know one of my friends was throwing a party um shout out dwight o'neill he was throwing a party in the city in like oh seven ish and, like, he's like, yo, I can't afford a DJ. I don't know who we get to DJ. And this was back when, like, right now the club regulation is two techniques in the, the Rain 57. But back then, everybody had the Pioneer joint. Y'all yeah. know what I'm talking about? Like yes, to, sir.
0: To CD yes, in there. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yes, ma'am.
3: I'm sorry. I had, like, a book of CDs. So I was like, yo, I'll DJ. I'll do it. You know, like, let me let me just go ahead and get out there. I'll, I'll DJ the party for you. He was like, all right, cool. He did ask no questions. So, um... So, yeah, we did the party, and the place ended up booking us for a weekly, which oh. was like oh. it wasn't even planned. Yeah, it was. You're not like, oh shit, no, no, I, I wasn't all. serious. <laughs> I, I wasn't
0: serious about this. I, I just, this is not <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, oh no, what am I gonna do now? <laughs> How do yeah, I do this every I, week? Yeah, we
3: were like, this was we were just playing, like I was a real. <laughs> but, so yeah, so we ended up doing a little weekly party, and then that turned into. Just doing one-offs here and there, and um, it, it just, I guess, continued to grow. And then I got a, um, a weekly at Inwood Local in mm. my neighborhood for a little bit, and I was bartending at the time. And um, then that led to me doing more parties and then just getting getting really ingrained in Harlem. And then that was it. So Tuesday nights, I'm at Savannah every week now for the past three three years, yeah past three years.
1: I see and Here you it, uh, You resident at the uh, New Eureka as well. Is that correct?
3: I, I'm not. I was, excuse me, we used to do a, a yearly event with them. Actually, it was poetry okay. and and um and sound. Yeah. Okay. But we haven't done it in a while and, and not even because it's just been a time thing. Mm-hmm. It's just been a time thing. So we hadn't gotten back down there to do it again. But yeah, one year we had Stacey Ann Chin. Another year we had The Last Poets.
2: Oh, wow. And then we just uh-huh.
3: like life happened, yeah. Gotcha. Like life just happened. So we hadn't done it in a while, but yeah, we should do New Eureka every year. Um, but yeah, mostly we're doing Savannah, and, I, and I'm at the Shrine, and and just around, just wherever. Okay. Um.
0: So yeah. so so liquid. So what was the what was the first thing you kind of picked up craft wise as far as music? Goes, or I guess I guess specifically hip hop goes. I
1: was gonna ask something similar to that, like okay. what what came first, a DJ chops or a right. production chops,
0: right?
2: Or MC? Uh,
3: yes, yeah, good question. Um, I feel like what came first, honestly, you know what? My the first thing that I did was I the first performance I had was a, a rhyming performance. I rapped at my aunt's church, my aunt Lynn i did this rap from books of the bible so what was oh, crazy no. was i played <laughs> the little the beat on the piano and it, like my cousin helped me record it we recorded it on cassette tape
0: nice and, um, know. Wait, you know would <laughs> yeah, like uh, you mic the boom box or something or
3: it was like the little casio oh, there you, <laughs> you go. know how it has the beat in the background
2: yeah, yeah there you go <laughs>
3: And you like play the keys? Yeah. Nice. Oh, you, know, you can tell us nothing. Like <laughs> But yeah, that was my first <laughs> um my first shot at like a live performance. So um yeah, I guess that came first and everything else just grew out of that. Right. Like even like when I got back home like after cause I stayed in Tulsa for like a year, when I got back home, I figured out a way to get my mom's record player and hook it up to my stereo system at the time mm-hmm. um, so I with the left and right because they used to have the speakers where you go from left to right or whatever I just used that as my fader <laughs> I scratched up go. so many of her
2: records yo she was so <laughs> patient <laughs> but
3: yeah you just you, when you're young like that you just continue to you know want to explore and you know what else can I put together or else can I do this Yeah, um, this is true. so yeah
0: So uh, so what where, how'd you get the hip hop bug? Is this just, uh, are you from South Carolina? Like, did, is that where you got it from? Or like just yeah. growing up or what's the history there?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm from, I'm from South Carolina originally. Um, it was, I guess a couple of things. I don't know. It, it always. Um, stuck with me. Even like my, my older cousin, Jeff, who was, he was from New York, but they, you know, moved down. Um, well, I was still a kid, and even as a teenager, when he would go back and forth, like, you know, he would be riding around, he's a gray caddy, and me and my cousin would be in the back, and he had the system, you know, it's down south, so you gotta you have go. a thump in the trunk, <laughs> and we couldn't hear nothing but bass, but we thought we were so cool, because we were cousins, yeah, um, so, you know, we, we, I got exposed to hip-hop that way, and then, uh, my cousin Ray, um, he was a DJ, and, um. He actually got caught in some situations, um, so when he went away, my aunt just gave me all his stuff. She was mad, you know. She was like, you want, you want, you raise stuff, you take all his stuff. Like, so what's <laughs> what's crazy is I actually had one one technique at the time, but I didn't know I had a technique, and I really don't tell this story that much. <laughs> but within the pile of of quote and I'm saying quote unquote junk because she was just like, just take it. Well, he ain't gonna be here, you know. So, you know, I'm like 9, 9 or 10. I'm like taking all this stuff, and I didn't know I had a technique there. But looking back on it, I realized that I also uh, had a technique had a, at the
2: time. You had a 1,200?
3: It was a 1,200, yeah.
0: Wow, was a 1200. all right, <laughs> nice. Yeah,
2: do. real quick.
3: <laughs> I don't have it anymore. That's why it's a sad story. But, <laughs> yeah, at the time, <laughs> that was one of the goodies that I got amongst all of these records. But the record that stood out the most was... um. Um he had Lottie Dottie, mm-hmm. Dougie Fresh.
2: And I go. played
3: that record all the time. It was the beatboxing. <coughs> I was like, Yo, this is so cool.
2: This yeah. is so great. <laughs>
3: and and I would listen to it all the time. You know, it had the curse words in it, so I had to like turn it down low oh, yeah. so my mm-hmm. mom wouldn't hear
2: yeah.
3: what I was listening to. But um, you know, those were some of the things that influenced me, like just as far as family. And then, you know, I I, I ended up hearing um Kara's One, Town of the Police. I don't know how I heard that but I, I was like oh he did officer and overseer I was like oh that's genius uh, like you know, how did he do that with words and like yeah. it just it struck a struck a bug in me and I was like yo I want to do that that's cool like I dig it so those were some of the things that influenced me you know wanting to you know create create music be a hip hop artist
1: that's dope yeah dope. Liquid I think you're one of the if not the most multifaceted person we've talked to I think so too. Uh, MC DJ oh, songwriter educator yeah. uh, I also see here that uh, uh in 2009 your words and experience uh, were published in the powerful book Girl Drive uh Criss-crossing oh, America Oh yeah thank you Yeah what um,
3: Yeah
1: uh, how did that how did that it come was, about
3: um, Yeah nona um Nona Arwitz, I always I I hope I'm pronouncing her last name properly. But yeah, she she was a writer, um, gosh, a couple years ago. Her and her her partner, and I forget the other young lady's name, but they were going um, all over just interviewing uh, women in music, women in hip-hop. And I think they saw me perform downtown at, I think they saw me perform at the Pyramid. And, um, yeah, like she, Nona liked one of my songs was like, yo, I'm writing this book. Like, I would love to talk to you or whatever. So, uh, we got together and, you know, it, I think they did maybe close to, uh, two, two women. They did two to three women from New York, but I, they were only doing like two women max from other States, mm-hmm. but they did the entire U.S. Like it's so interesting, but it was like, you know, it was, it was a book on feminism. It was a book on women in the industry. We talked about everything from, um, gender, just uh, gender to misogyny to, um, you know, rather being aware of of the feminist movement is is a negative thing or a positive thing, but uh, it, it was a really cool experience and a really cool book. And, um, yeah, I actually got to see Nona, like the book came out 2011 2012 I think around 2015 she did a read at Blue Stocking downtown so I got to run into her again mm-hmm. and see her which was cool but yeah she's writing for for some some publication now she's out there still doing her thing but yeah a very special book okay um yeah just to like you know talk about the woman's experience
1: that's dope. And real quick, what's Period, your stance? Yeah. What's your stance on all of that? Gender and misogyny and um um being uh a, a, a artist, uh MC DJ producer and uh yeah. I guess it's still a male dominated uh sport we call hip hop. Yeah. What's your stance on yeah. all of that?
3: Um I I definitely feel like I'm um a part of a school of thought that wants to not only equalize the playing field, but empower, uh, more girls to feel encouraged to be a part of this thing called hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I used to feel so much pressure, like, Oh, I need to be the voice of, of generational voices of so many that are silent. And it's like, you know what? It, it's, it's not, um, a situation where I feel that pressure anymore. I just want to empower uh, more girls to feel encouraged um, to use their voice and we can use our voices together. Okay. So I do know that, you know, in this era that we're in, you know, our, our president thinks it's okay to literally walk up to me and grab my, my vagina. Like it's, he said it, you know, Don't let him do it. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's you know, it it's, it's one thing to, um, I guess know there's a monster behind the mask and then when the mask falls off, they're like, Oh, this is real, this has really happened. This right. is the world that we live in today.
2: Right.
3: Um, th- that's just one side of it. And I-, I went to the women's march this year. Um, every women's history hmm. month I participate in so many different events and I always say like I wanna be a part of of a uh, of a train of thought where just like how you, you said um the the way you just worded it just now was perfectly like, yeah, you're MC who happens to be a woman. And, and you know, it's like, I don't feel like people feel the need to say female MC anymore because there's so many of us. You can just say MC and then get the gender later. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And that's what I want to be a part of. Like I saw a link that went out. I don't want to give credit to the wrong one. I want to say it was HuffPost. Um, that said it, but it was like, you know, the greatest tennis player of all time. And it was uh, Serena Williams. And they didn't say the greatest female tennis player. They said right, the greatest right, tennis right. player of all time. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like that, that's really empowering. And, and you can't um, really argue with I, I, I want to be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't argue with it. No, argue you not right. argue with that. Yeah, you, you know, it her, her numbers show, you know, so and, and I want to be a part of that school of thought that helps bring about that change where it's like, There's so many of us out there that people don't feel the need to say, you know, um, to say gender, to say Mm. color, to say anything in front of it, except what the title is, MC, DJ, songwriter, you know. So that was, I guess that would be my ultimate goal, ultimate dream.
0: Okay, cool. Licko, what's the uh, climate like politically in New York right now, in New York City? Like with, with, with Trump um, and everything that's going on or.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's very, um, it's, it's interesting because I feel like every time, at least once a week I'll leave the house, I'll see some type of protest. Wow. And, um, yeah, it's a situation where people aren't being quiet. People aren't sitting down and people are not letting us go. And I'm glad about that. Like it's, it's a very, mm-hmm. um, very nice thing to see people being so proactive. Um, It's, it's also um, a very, a very special time because uh, I feel like even artists are becoming, I feel like a lot of events are geared towards some type of thought, whether it be Planned Parenthood or whether it be, um, you know, the supporting um, uh, raising funds to help lawyers um, defend immigrants like it's it, everywhere you, there's something for everyone to get involved in, um, no matter what your stance may be mm-hmm. and it's interesting you you ask that because i it's funny like you see this here, and i 'm always curious about how it looks somewhere else,
2: right,
3: or you know because I feel like you know it's it's great to see that, but it 's almost like preaching to the choir. 'Cause I feel right. like our state yeah. you know well, voted it, it, it's we, our it. vote show where, right, where right, we right. Stood, yeah. you know okay. well, it's and it, it's like, you know.
0: It's interesting because um I travel a lot for work, so I'm in the D C area a lot, sometimes almost two times yeah. two times a month. So I'm, you know, walking around D C whatever, you're always gonna see some shit there. I mean, you would always see some shit in general, but even you know, uh post the election like just uh, so I do, yeah, now, you just more so did yeah, you just see more of it, yeah. you know, like yeah. that. Even like uh right. you know like when I, when I go into the D.C. area, I always stay in Silver Spring because I can get a hotel there pretty cheap and it's kind of in the center of everything. If I have to go up to Baltimore, I'm kind of like in the middle. So anyway, I wouldn't say yeah. normally when I would see protests, it would be like it would be, you know, in D.C. proper. Right. But I mean, I've even seen like protests in the middle of like Silver Spring, you know, Maryland, which is mm. you know which is kind of interesting. But down here,
2: yeah.
0: you know, in Atlanta, I mean, we, we have a you know, there are a number of protests that happened downtown but i live in a in a suburb of atlanta called marietta and um i've been seeing protests here like i I see people on so i saw people in front of a planned parenthood me i don't think i told you about this about Mm -hmm. a about a month ago lined up and down uh cobb parkway right 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 at whitewater oh wow yeah man on both sides of 41 like for probably half a mile Man. it was crazy- I, you never wow. see that shit in Marietta you this, know what i mean, I mean so
1: this, this is it's, the, yeah. it's interesting. this is the year term, yeah. however you want to put it, a protest and and people just yeah, I mean, we had the point where people just fed up and um and I think the the word right. of the day is resist the uh, the resistance no is real, um and mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. probably gonna get a lot worse than uh before it gets better, I'm for sure,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's
3: fucked totally. up as it i is. mean it's, and it's 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 definitely a situation where um speaking out is important, I think, yes, it was almost a wake up call because so many people like you know when you do look at the numbers and you see how the votes went, and then you see the amount of people that didn't vote at all, I mm. think even now those folks are becoming more outspoken about, okay nah, this isn't cool like right. it, and it's a situation where this administration has stepped on so many toes. Of, of so many toes. different
2: yeah. people like, <laughs> Fingers, it's, yeah. you can't
3: sit out and not <laughs> say anything like they it's, they, it's like they they've worked on. over over time to see who they can offend how many people right. can yeah. offend at one time, right
2: yeah. you this know so
3: well, i hope this, i I, um, I feel like that has a part of it too
0: yeah i hope this thing that happened this past week with uh with with the uh with the bill being pulled for the modifications the Trump, to, yeah yeah i i, I, yeah. I hope I, i'm really trying not to be pessimistic about that i really hope that 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 is you know our government and people inside the government actually stepping up i mean and like saying this is of it. this is real bullshit yeah. i mean like i know there's always all alternative yeah. agendas and everyone's got their shit going on but like I really hope that this, this isn't some, you know, some some fuckery behind the scenes, and that we're, we're not getting ready to right. get smacked in the face with something else again, like in a week. I, I don't know, man. It's I don't yeah. know how to take it. Like yeah. I, I want to be excited, but I'm at the same time I'm kind of like oh, I don't yeah. know. I feel like I'm not getting.
3: The yeah, whole story you're here. like too. You get afraid <laughs> to get excited. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I remember the first couple weeks. <laughs> I mean the the, the last couple of weeks of January, first couple of weeks of February. Like I was waking up every day, like, okay, what do we have to do now? Right. Like, what <laughs> right. did he do today? Yeah, right. Like, What do we have to prepare for? You know, it's
1: that's a terrible way just, to live you know, and
0: think, man. You never know. That's but so
1: wow. Look, what you um being from South Carolina. What what? How did you how did you make your way to New York? And mm-hmm. due to the climate in New York do you ever think about going back to South Carolina?
3: Mm I, um, that's a good question. I knew, okay, well, I knew that I was going to go to grad school at some point in time, but also it's kind of like a deal with my mom. Like You know, she said, you should pursue your music, but you need to get your graduate degree too. So, um, I applied to a couple of different schools or whatever. Um, my goal in mind was obviously to go somewhere to get some looks for music. So, New York was my top choice, mm-hmm. and it was funny because I was deciding between uh, New York and Atlanta. Okay. And in hindsight, I probably should have went to Atlanta, but you know, uh,
1: this is the way life worked I out. So, a, I think you made the best. Maybe choice. <laughs> I
3: made the best.
0: Yeah, uh, I, you know what? You can you can come but, down uh, here when you when you want a house that you can afford. You can come down yeah, here, retire right? here. Yeah, yeah, just that's come- <laughs> true,
3: right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Rent is real in New York. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, but so. I came to New York. I went to St. John's, but I um, immediately just, you know, started immersing myself in the hip-hop, the indie hip-hop scene here. Um, Open mic showcases, whatever. Um, I just jumped right into it. As far as the journey itself, though, like, I mean, it was from, I really just struggled from the bottom to the top. Like, I remember, like, not having I had like change in my bank account when I left, and mm. my mom gave me like five hundred bucks, Ooh. and my car was loaded with all my stuff mm. and I drove to new york city and Anything from there, I just struggled to to get to to where I could be to to just be self sustaining, so it was a situation where I just worked my butt off everything and anything I needed to do aside from stripping. I, I pretty much did what I had to do. And, um,
2: yeah, yeah, I just worked (laughs) hard. And, and
3: the cool thing is once I graduated, I actually got a really good corporate job. Like I was working for a fortune 500 company, Mm -hmm. um, pension retirement. Like I, I still have stock in the company. I'm not going to say who they are, but like, it was, I guess it was kind of like the American dream, you know, all this girl, you know, came out of this broken family and she pulled herself up by the bootstraps but i was not happy like in any aspect of life i was
2: just really
3: like sad i was i was depressed mm-hmm. i was you know so mm-hmm. like i was in a box and confined and i i just was not and i was an unpleasant person to be around too just mm-hmm. in all honesty so one day i just stopped going
2: I just stopped going
3: altogether. I was like, nah, like I could not go. Like I was fully dressed, and it was like, you know, at that time I I had to be there by seven. So this is like five in the morning. It's still dark. It was winter, New York City. So I mean, going like it was, you know, I was just sitting there. I was just like, I can't do it anymore.
0: That's my dream. You're you're my hero. You're my hero, Liquid. You really are. (laughs) That is my fucking dream. Meeks and I talk about this at least two times a week. Like you know what? I'm just gonna wake up one day and say fuck it. And, I hadn't, you know, but I hadn't thought it. about that
1: <laughs> approach of just not going just anymore. stop going. I love
3: that. Yeah. I
1: love that. That's the G shit right there, big, man. Man. Oh my god. I just, uh, I'm just
2: not yeah. going. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah but it. you know
3: what god is good it, like i have to say look at god and you know having faith yeah. and, and just being obedient following the universe mm. you know the secret the alchemy of the situation is okay that was um i, I quit my job you know I, I struggled for a while that's how i ended up bartending because i still needed extra money while i was getting my my dj stuff together and just to save up and buy equipment. Once I got the equipment I wanted, I quit that job. I was just like, I'm, you know. I. And bartending in New York City is very addictive. Like, you can, like, there's bartenders that make a ridiculous amount of money you here. Can because make money, it's one yeah. of those, um, the, the, the tourist-driven cities. So, you know,
2: mm-hmm. you
3: can just end up doing that until you wake up one day, you know. And you're like, yo, I spent my whole life bartending. I didn't come to New York City to be a bartender. So. Right. Yeah. Well, Once so I got the equipment that I wanted, I stopped that, and um, I still DJed at the space for a little while after that, but I was like, yo, I have to break myself out of this habit because I'll just keep doing this, just enough to get by, but mm-hmm. I'll never try anything else that I want to do. So, right. um, you know, the funny part is, so the DJing thing happened, and then I got a few placements in, in songwriting with, with Oxygen, with HBO Latina film. And and then with IFC film, I'm like, okay, that's doing good. So I need to try to do that more often.
2: Right.
3: And um, then the education consulting thing happened. So like, and I'm still figuring this part out. Like, how can I use hip hop to reach um, teenagers, to reach young people mm. and, and even empower, empower young people, especially young women. And so the crazy thing is, um, I guess I can say this now, but yeah, the crazy thing is the company that I left is actually paying for the grant that I'm teaching in
2: <laughs> wow. for
3: the for the education consultant. And I was like, so when dope. I found out who was paying for the grant, again, I'm not gonna say who it is, but I was like, yo, that's God. Like yeah. they were just meant to pay yeah, me. No
1: doubt. Just, that's real. I
3: had to be obedient and listen so that they could pay me how I wanted to be paid wow. from them. Now here's you the
0: know? key though. Here's so that, the yeah. here's the key though. Yeah. Is is Okay, it's it's one thing for you to wake up and say, you know what, I'm just not going to do that today. But it's another thing to to, to realize. All right, so I've still got to find something to cover to to, to, to cover the gap here right. until I figure out everything else. So I I, I think that's right. like a critical ingredient, like I, people kind of like leave out when they talk about doing things like that, or when they do things like yeah. that, as they say, you know what, yeah, fuck it, I'm out of here. I'm like oh shit! Well, what the fuck am I gonna do no, now? I've only bad. got money. Well, what what am I money? Do? <laughs> <laughs> so the key, yeah. the, the key. And it's is, it's
3: yeah. so funny you bring that up because it's true. Because you know people say like oh you're a full time artist. I was like I say I am, but I throw that but in really quickly because I don't like to mislead folks. And like my my home girl, um, she's a singer and she's Carla might be like she like twenty six maybe, but she's super. She's phenomenal. And she was working this great job, and like you know, she's like, "Yo, I'm gonna just quit, and you know, I'm gonna just do what you do." And I was like, "Girl, please don't do that." Yeah. And you know, and she's <laughs> yeah. young, so she thought, "Oh, Liquid trying to hate on me. She don't want me to shine." So she did it anyway. And I was like telling her, like, "Let's have a conversation first before you make that jump." So right. like we we had a meeting, a little brunch meeting, like about a week or two ago. She's like, "Yo, you were so right. Like I should have listened to you. My mom is like getting on me now." And I was like. Well, I wanted to talk to you to tell you how to go about doing it so you wouldn't make the same mistake I did. Mm. So, yeah, that, that grant is happening, just kind of like you pointed out. But there was a lot of steps leading to that, oh, like a couple so of cool. years yeah.
2: worth. Where yeah. If yeah.
3: I was smart enough to save up like X amount of dollars, that could have carried me through the time. So I figured out yeah. how it works. So I always tell people, yeah, if you want to pursue your dream, do it. But look at it the same way any other business owner would. Like you don't just stop and then go into business. Like you take time, you save up for one or two years and then you go and invest in yourself. Music is the same thing. Like, have, have a plan. Like, just don't, yeah, <laughs> don't no wake up at five in the morning and be like, nah, <laughs> I'm not going. To yeah, and we, and we all knew not fun. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. We all know people you know? too. Every, everyone on this, uh, you know, in this, uh, in this room right now, if you will, you know, know a lot of people that make their living off music. And every single one of them yeah. will tell you how much of a fucking grind it is. I mean, even you know, it, look, yeah. look, look, looks are not what you know, it is not look as glamorous as it as it seems like no. on social media, uh, and you know all. all this bullshit. The it shit is that gets me, every,
1: yeah, the shit that gets me every time yeah. is the the sacrifices that are made, whether it be a marriage or a family, yeah, or or what mm-hmm. have yeah, you, your time. health or whatever that gets pushed to the side. To pursue this career in music, that shit kills me every time. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm just like yo, you. that has got to be a better yeah. way. Yeah, For sure. absolutely. Yeah, that's real.
0: And diversification. I mean, that, that's. I think that's why you're 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 just hitting on so many things right now. Liquid with yeah. DJing and the music and yeah, this is great. Yeah, and the you know songwriting and you know, all the different things yeah. you do. I, th- I think you have to do that. now. I think that's the only way you can really do it, honestly, is yeah. to be hitting a bunch of different disciplines, if you will, to kind of make everything gel and come together. At the right. end of the day. If you're just out here making music, it, like, you know, forget it. Like it's not even.
3: Yeah. Forget about it. I mean, know. even if you think about how they're doing deals now, um, right. like the, the two times I did get meetings and this was, Twenty twenty ten twenty eleven. So we're talking like a couple, a good couple of years ago. So I know it's completely different now. But that's when they first started doing the three sixty deals. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, like even the big, even the big record companies have to diversify now. They're not even content with signing a new artist without getting some of your merch and your tour money. And like you ask artists from. Back in the day, that's absurd, right? Like you know, no, you make you make your money from from the music sales, right. you know. Um, but the fact that they have to diversify and and look at at ways to get a part of stuff that traditionally only belonged to the artists, and I'm sure now it's everything sponsorship deals, it's, you know.
2: Uh, um, it's it's product everything. Placement. Yeah, like it's, if I
3: see like the way beats were were in every hit, every music video, every movie commercial yeah. at some point in time. I mean they they have to find ways to um to to market and to profit from artists that's that right. are outside of music sales so it's it's like you have to think the same way like no one no one's just relying on music at this point yeah and
1: nah, uh, it's hard serious. to do that
3: at, at all no yeah it's it, it's it's not even a thing and i mean like even in the 90s you had the the uh, all of the artists at that time they were trying to what do liquor and clothing at the time
2: mm-hmm.
3: like that was the thing even outcast had a clothing line i remember i like saw one of those joints in, in the thrift shop i was like yo i forgot about all about the little O with the the wings on it man
2: i
1: might <laughs> I <everybody>, I might <laughs> have some yeah. i might have some outcast jeans at my house right now you <laughs> yeah. might you might. I know i know you i might. definitely right. got an outcast shirt that my my wife stole from me uh, it was it was Stankola. Yeah. It was a Stankola shirt. It had a coke bottle Stanko, on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Outcast yes. did jump off in that club, and I got some Snoop Dogg jeans at the house too, man. Snoop Dogg no, yeah, jeans, kind of line yeah. too. I, mean, I got was, you know, what,
3: I got t- t- Ti shit. Ti, t- I
1: ain't got no, no cool. Nah, J. Rock got the cool shit. Yeah, I don't think they make a A-c cool in my size. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's real, man. It's, it's, uh, it's different times. Definitely. So you got to have a different approach to everything. All right. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: So liquid, what's next for you? You you going on tour or in the middle of a tour or what's, yeah. uh, what's next?
3: Heading, heading out soon. Um doing a, a couple of days. I'm excited to head out to California for the first time. Nice. Do some some shows out there. So I'll be in uh, San Francisco, Santa Fe, and then LA. Okay. So that should be fun and, and hitting with um Hunger Division. We're gonna do um again, Baltimore, Alexandria, and um doing a couple colleges too. So I'm gonna go upstate for a little while also. So I'm cool. excited about that and super excited to do some visuals, more visuals. Like we threw the the whole app video out, but you know, it, it's a very visual time period for for music creators. Like, you know, you go on YouTube, you see the short films and everything and um, all of the different visual <laughs> creations. So I want to do some more visual projects to go with Fagreum and, you know, just make some art. So lots of fun on deck. Um, the the merch items are coming soon for the summer. So just going to do a lot of work. Just going to do a lot of work. Learn.
0: So, All right, good. we're looking forward to it. Oh yeah. real quick, I, we didn't ask this. Yeah. What's up with the Faye Grim? what's the what's the background behind oh, that? Oh, Faye Grim. Yeah.
3: So um it's like a, it's just an alias. So Faye, okay. is the French derivative of Faye is like um Faith or Fairy. So that's like the light side of me or the happy side. And Grim is is the darker side or the, mm. the like kind of like Grim Reaper, the side of death. So it's like hope and death. So Faye Grim. You know, just just like I said, my journey it was a lot of light portions and a lot of dark portions that I went through, so that comes together as Faye Grimm, but also I wanted an alias name with my real name. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought it was cool, like Ludacris, but his real name is Chris Bridges. I was like, yo, it's so cool (laughs) if people could put their real name name in their stage name. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, My real name is Fabian, Mm -hmm. so um, Faye is just like, also just my real name, so I was like, how can I Make a play on Faye and and something else. Dope. And uh, yeah, it's fade grim. And deep actually wanted me to do grim with two M's. Like sometimes I look at that, I'm like, yo, that kind of little would look cool too. But I just left it with the one M. I was like, whatever.
1: There's That's you know. what's
0: up. So, yeah, I dig it. What you have, me? Yeah. She
1: had one more. Yeah, one more thing. Ta- I need you to tap into your tend and Rolodex. Oh, quick. okay.
0: Oh, this is good.
2: <laughs> this is a oh, good okay. idea. <laughs>
1: What, a good idea. What is the best thing you could put in front of John Doe and I with bourbon in it? Mm. Oh man. Oh,
3: that's a tough one. Bourbon is so many, so many different don't, ways. Don't just hit me you know with. What? Don't Actually, just hit me home, with bourbon bro. and
1: Coke. Don't don't do that to me. I I want something. No, flat. no I, want, I
3: want to do <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's crazy is my homegirl. She's a mixologist. She had a recipe for me, um, but I, she did something with the dry ice. It was like a whole foamy smoke uh-huh. thing coming out of there. I <laughs> wish I knew that recipe by heart. I like that. But um, yeah, it, it was super ill. Let me see though with, with bourbon. And I'm such, I'm just such a straight shooter when it comes to any dark liquor. I know that's bad.
1: Oh well, general, there it is. We, we are too. Is. There, there it is, right there. That's how we drink. Our, so you drink you would our just bourbon. give me you'll just give me a glass of bourbon neat. I'm cool.
3: Yeah, we're we're good. <laughs> yo, I would yeah, I would totally do neat, man. Oh, uh, yo, room temperature. Is, there you like, go. There we
0: there we have that's it. it.
3: Perfect. You, you know what?
0: You know how to so yeah. But
3: my my joint is Woodford Reserve too. Okay. There you go. So it, it's funny, So, Faye, It's yeah.
0: funny you bring that up because I, I actually uh, my wife and I went on the bourbon trail. I turned forty a couple weeks ago. And my wife and I went on the Bourbon Trail up in Kentucky. I'm from Kentucky originally, actually. So we actually went word, to word. yeah, we went to Woodford, which is beautiful, by the way. Oh, wow! Yeah, you should definitely go check that out. But what I did not know, yeah. and I, I, you know, I, I must be an idiot, and I'll I'll be the first to admit, I was a late bloomer. Is from a from a drinking perspective, period. Uh, and I was also a late a late bloomer on this bourbon. But what I did not realize was the chocolate component. The dark chocolate component with bourbon mm-hmm. is off the freaking yeah. hook. I and I did not oh, yeah. I, I did not oh, realize yeah. how serious that was until we were on the bourbon trail a couple of weeks ago, man. Meeks, I mean, I, I know this sounds a little odd, yeah. mm-hmm. but we gotta start having some chocolate here at the if studio. I, if
1: I eat chocolate, I with I, with I want us. it to be dark chocolate.
0: Right. Yeah, right. But with the bourbon man. Whole different thing, really? yeah. Whole different thing. I had yeah. no. We forgot to it talk just about this. It
3: does something nice to your palate. Like gives it a nice little.
0: Uh, the bourbon tastes... yeah. T- bourbon tastes completely different, dude.
1: As as far as my my palate goes with chocolate, I prefer dark chocolate. Yeah, me too. For real,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, that's there's dope. A, there's a side there track. There we go. Up. There's a side yeah, track for you All dope, right. So,
3: <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, man. Happy belated. Thank
0: you. Thank no you. No doubt. You know,
3: man. And
1: all congratulations right. to you on the release. we we'll looking forward to more from you.
0: Absolutely.
3: For thank you so much. thank y'all for having me. Like this was super cool. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, we'll pass
3: through that way again. Hope to see you.
1: Oh no yeah, doubt. definitely. You gotta holler at us when you come back through. So, real. Faye,
0: Faye, real quick, tell everybody where they can go yeah. to uh, to buy something from you. More importantly, uh, where they can support. And um, yeah, you know, we'll just wrap it up like that.
2: Oh, word,
3: word! All right. Once again, this is Liquid A.K. Fake ground You hit me up at Liquid L I K W U I D. Instagram, Twitter, everything. If you want the album, "Fake Grimm, please check out Bandcamp, .bandcamp liquid.bandcamp.com, or you can go to iTunes, Tidal, Amazon, Google Play, whatever your musical preference, Spotify if you want to stream. Also, OK Player has that that exclusive stream. Also, Uh, much love, Ellis for Love, shout out, Hipnot, Hunger Division, 200 bros, Piso, Good Times to Come, Cypher, Liquidity, the whole nine, much love.
0: What's up? All right, hang tight. We're going to wrap this up. Thank you very much. We appreciate it.
3: Yeah, no doubt. Thank Um, you.
0: All right. Southern Vanguard Radio, Mr. Meeks. Yeah. Yet another one, my friend. And I enjoyed every minute. Oh, man, that was a great one. was dope. That was a great one. So, look, twice a week Meeks, twice a week Doe. Yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays, Southern Vanguard Radio, SoundCloud, MixCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher
1: Radio. Smithsonian Grade. We are the Southern Vanguard. And we out. Peace.